Great Loop Radio, brought to you by America's Great Loop Cruisers Association. We're dedicated to sharing Great Loop information and inspiration with those actively cruising, planning for, or dreaming about a Great Loop adventure. This is Kim Russo. I'm the director of AGLCA. Today I have two guests. We're talking with Kathy Lamars, who is the manager of the Trentport Marina, which is a, an AGLCA sponsor, which we're very thankful for, as well as Jennifer Jennifer Rushlow. Um, Jennifer is a senior tourism official with the uh, city of Trenton. And, of course, most of you probably know that AGLCA has an event coming up at Trentport Marina in just a few weeks. Before we jump into that topic, though, I do want to take a moment to recognize and thank our Admiral sponsors who support AGLCA at the highest level. They are Curtis Stokes & Associates, Dog River Marina, Passage Maker Trawler Fest, Skipper Bob Publications, and Waterway Guide Media. And as always, we encourage our listeners to support these businesses that support the Great Loop. Kathy and Jennifer, good morning. Thanks for joining me today. Good, good morning, Kim. Thanks very much for, for inviting us. Yes, we appreciate it, and we want to do um, as much as we can to promote the city itself and the marina, as well as our events. Um, the event, for those listeners who aren't aware of it yet, is taking place the last couple of days of June. It's June 29th and 30th at Trentport Marina, and we're hoping to see lots of our members and those interested in the loop uh, joining us. It's not a members-only event. Um, the first day is kind of geared towards people who perhaps are already on the loop or very close to leaving for the loop, and it is an overview of the route from Trentport Marina, which is uh, really the gateway to the Trent Severin. Uh, so through the Trent Severin Canal into Georgian Bay and through the North Channel. So we've got some of our uh, wonderful sponsors in Canada joining us to speak. Um, Chad Buckner, who has been one of the rock stars, really, of the Spring Rendezvous for the last few years. He's the manager of canal operations for the Trent Severin, and he's going to take us on a tour of what to expect on that part of the route. And then Robin and Mike McCone, are going to jump in from there and kind of repeat the seminar that they did at the Spring Rendezvous covering Georgian Bay and the North Channel. So we're really excited about that. We've got a couple of other seminars thrown into that Friday day. Um, and then Saturday we're going to move on and cover things that are probably more relevant to those who are a little bit earlier in their Great Loop planning process. It's called one of our Looper Lifestyle Seminars. And we've got a great mix of information on the right boat to do the Great Loop, an overview of the route itself, and we're bringing in some of our gold loopers, who are people who have completed the whole route, to join us and kind of tell the story of their route. So all of the details for that is available on the greatloop.org website under events. Um, but one of the reasons we decided to do this in Trentport was because we had been looking for we're always looking, actually, for good locations to do some of our events, and it's always nice to have a mix of a place where people coming by boat can tie up and meeting space. And I had the pleasure of visiting Trentport last summer, uh, right around this time, actually, and realized that with their meeting space there, it's, it's a great facility to hold an AGLCA event. So Kathy, as the manager of the marina, tell us a little bit about the marina, because it's a fairly new facility. So when was it built, and why did the city decide to do this? 
Uh, okay, so the build, the marina itself was built over 2014-2015. Um, it opened initially in July of 2015, but it was not completely finished at that time. The official opening was on June 4th, 2016. Um, but the concept of the marina began back in the 80s, actually, um, when you know a few government officials had a vision that we should have a marina here and the um, economic impact it could bring to the city. Um, unfortunately, it took a little while. There were plans and drawings done at that time, but it did take a little while to put it into um, fruition. It was when um, our previous mayor, John Williams, was uh, running for his second term in office. Uh, he decided to make it an election platform. That was about eight years ago, uh, and he won on that platform. So he worked very diligently after that time to have the marina built, um, and we're really delighted to have it now as part of the city facilities. And it is a city-owned facility, and it's right there next to the town hall. Um, but you know, I really commend you on that because it seems there's a lot of foresight to cities that are doing this now. We've seen a few cities in the U.S. as well realize that there's a lot of economic impact that boaters can have. So they're building facilities to bring in some transient boaters, and it, it's certainly great for loopers, so we appreciate it. Um, it's a pretty large mm -hmm. facility. How many slips are there? We have 374 slips in total, um, so generally we try to keep a minimum of 100 slips for transient boaters. Being right at the mouth of the Trent Canal system, we do have a lot of people passing by both directions, going up the river system and back down again. Um, and you know, most of our it, it is filling up more and more, um, but we're really pleased that we have such a large number of slips because we can accommodate a lot of transient boaters as well as our regular seasonal boaters. Yeah, it's very unusual in my experience to have a marina that has that many transient slips. So that that's wonderful for loopers and, and great for us for having an event there. Um, mm -hmm. One of the things that I was so impressed with, but also one of the things that I know loopers love, particularly the ladies, is when there's some <laughs> nice um, bathhouse facilities, which uh, being a newer facility, it's uh, certainly some of the nicest on the loop. So in addition to those lovely uh, bathhouse facilities, tell us what other amenities you have at Trentport. Okay, well, let me start outside. Our docks are floating docks, um, and one of the nice things about that is if you were here last year, you may know that there was an issue with high water levels uh, in the lake system. Uh, so that was a bonus for us because with floating docks, they just go with the height of the water, uh, so there were no issues where in a lot of other areas uh, in the Great Lakes there were issues. Um, so that's that's a nice thing. We have a fantastic Wi-Fi system, and it's just been completely revamped. And as a matter of fact, we just rolled out the new system yesterday. Um, it's very powerful and strong, so everybody can uh, watch their Netflix or do their live streaming from their boats um, without any issues all at the same time, we're promised. Um, there's potable <laughs> water at every slip. Um, so as you say, in addition to the nine individual washrooms, um, we also have handicap-accessible washrooms. And in fact, our entire facility is um, accessible. Um, and we're working with the people from Sailability to put in uh, a boat lift, or uh, sorry, a, a person lift, to get people with disabilities in and out of boats. So that's going to be a nice little bonus. Um, in addition, we have a canteen on site that serves coffee, ice cream, and snack foods. Uh, that's quite popular, especially in the warmer weather. Um, we have a fuel pump out. We, we have a Blackwater pump out facility at our fuel station, and we pump both diesel and gasoline. Um, and another thing that we really pride ourselves in is our customer service. We have a lot of dock attendants who are out on the docks always, so you will always find two people out there to greet you, uh, co uh, connect, uh, collect the lines from you, and tie up the boat. And then they can assist you with advice on places to go to eat or any of the services around the city, and they'll do a tour of the marina for you. 
Um, and we're also in close, close proximity to a lot of banks, restaurants, bars, um, shopping, uh, pharmacy, and so on. So there's pretty much everything right here within walking distance that the boaters might want. You also have laundry on site there, correct? That's true. We have laundry on site, um, and again, it's complimentary. They're not coin machines. We just offer complimentary laundry, and we provide you with the Tide Pods and the uh, bounce sheets. <laughs> um, and we also have a gathering hall, aside from the canteen, and it's uh, licensed for 109 people, and we have an outside patio as well. So as you mentioned, Kim, that's great for doing meetings such as the ones you're going to do. We also host a lot of weddings here, um, honeymoon, uh, yeah, not sorry, not honeymoons, but anniversaries, a lot of different mm-hmm. events, business meetings, and so on. So it's a great facility all around. Um, We try to feature pub nights for our boaters and different events for our boaters using that facility as well. So it's, it's, we're getting up on the time frame when you're probably going to start seeing a lot of loopers coming through. Do you, uh, and I know we've got some loopers who Trentport is their home port as well, but how often do you see loopers come through? Is it typically just, you know, for a very short period of time or are they spread out a little bit more than perhaps they were a few years ago? Yeah, I think that they're spread out a lot more now. Um, We've had a few arrivals in May this year, not too many. I think the bulk of the loopers we get are sort of June through July and then into August a little bit. Um, But we definitely have um, more and more we're seeing all the time. For instance, we have a couple here who are just finishing the loop. They've been doing it over the course of a year. um, And they've decided to stay with us for minimum one month. They may stay a little longer. Um, So it is getting more and more popular with the loopers. um, But definitely the busy times, June and into July. Sure. Well, and and you have a a much shorter boating season, unfortunately, than we have in some of the places on the southern part of the loop. So um, everybody's got to come in within a few months, I suppose. But um, besides being the gateway to the Trent Severin and a great waiting point to get ready to go into the Trent Severin, what other places are there to explore by boat when you're in and around Trenton? Okay, so we're connected to Lake Ontario through the Murray Canal, so it's nice to go through that canal system into the Bay of Quinte. Um, if you want to go, it, it's quite accessible down into Prince Edward County, which is now known as the New Wine Country, um, and it's beautiful down there. So the waterways will take you down towards Picton. Um, there's a lot to see and do in that area. You can go further east to the Thousand Islands, which, of course, is a wonderful area to explore. Um, and if you're really ambitious, you could all the, go all the way out the St. Lawrence to the Atlantic Ocean. Um, but it's a very protected bay, the Bay of Quinte, so there's a lot right within the bay itself, lovely little islands that you can go to and enjoy, Um, but it's very accessible to the wider facilities um, for boating. Well, and one of the reasons that we picked this weekend, uh, the uh, June 29th and 30th for our event is because it is kind of prime time for loopers to be coming through. That's about the time I was there last year, and I think there were probably 30 or 40 of us um, impromptu there at the dock for docktails. Um, <laughs> now, we know that, of course, that is Canada Day weekend, which is a very popular weekend in Canada. Um, we've heard some feedback from uh, locals that says, well, we already have plans that weekend because it's a the holiday weekend here. So we knew that was going to have some good and some bad, and there perhaps there's locals that didn't have plans and have extra time that weekend to join us. Um, but mm-hmm. for people who are still out there and are interested in, in coming out and spending a couple of days, or you can pick one or the other day as well for the AGLCA seminars, um, but perhaps people would like to stay through the weekend for Canada Day. What's the best way to make reservations, and is there still space available, even though you've got so much transient space? Uh, okay, so a couple questions there. First of all, there is mm-hmm. still space available, and we anticipate having space available for 
whoever wants to come. Um, we hope that the, that's a large number of boats, and we'll do our very best to, to accommodate everybody. Uh, it is wise to make a reservation in advance if you can. Uh, you can either do that on our website at uh, www.trentportmarina.ca. Uh, that's one way of doing it. You can give us our informa- your information that way, or just give the office a call, and we're happy to take the information about your boat and your dates, and we'll put it in our reservation system. Wonderful. And for those of you listening who perhaps are still interested in registering for the AGLCA event um, and haven't yet, again, if you visit the website at greatloop.org, go to the events tab in the menu there and you'll see um, Ontario. Click there and there's lots of details. You can register for either day or for both days. Um, And one of the things we're doing in between the two days, so kind of as we wrap up on the first day, which is Friday, uh, we'll have a reception for the people who are attending both days. So hopefully if you're there at Trent Port, um, all of our members are welcome to the reception. So we'd love to have lots of people there. And, of course, you can come tie up at Trent Port for the weekend and spend Canada Day without registering for the seminar. If, If you've already been to AGLCA seminars and don't need the content, we'd love to see you there anyway. We're going to take a quick break and play a message from one of our sponsors, when we come back, I want to bring Jennifer into the conversation a little bit more and hear a little bit more about the area as well as what some of the Canada, Canada Day festivities planned are. So, um, Kathy, thank you for all that info. And if you can hold on for a minute as well, we uh, may have more for sure. you towards the end. But we'll play a message and we'll be back in a moment with more from Jennifer. Okay. Good morning, Loopers. Many of you are probably already cruising in southeastern waters. And that is where the Salty Southeast Cruisers Net (laughs) focuses all of its efforts to help you enjoy your time on the water. So as you prepare for the next leg of your journey, and as your resource for accurate, timely, and useful information, we want to invite you to use and add your knowledge to the wealth of information that's available through the Cruisers Net in its directories for marinas, bridges, and anchorages, as well as the latest fuel prices in your area. Our mission of Cruisers Helping Cruisers. May we invite you to help those following in your wake by sharing with us your cruising experiences. Thank you. Have a great day. We're back on Great Loop Radio. Today we are talking with Jennifer Rushlow and Kathy Lemmers. Uh, Kathy is with the Trentport Marina, and Jennifer is with the town of Trenton. And we are discussing the upcoming Canadian holiday, Canada Day, as well as the AGLCA seminars that are coming up June 29th and 30th at Trentport. Um, Kathy, one of the things I didn't ask you, you mentioned you do have fuel there. How far is Mm -hmm. it to the next fuel stop past Trenton so that people can plan for when they need to fill up? Yeah, unfortunately, this year the um, next fuel station that's available is in Peterborough. Um, I'm not sure exactly which lock number that is. I can look it up. Um, but it's, it is a fair distance up the system, so I do recommend that you fill up before you head out if your tanks aren't already full. Okay, good advice. Um, let's bring Jennifer into this discussion. Jennifer, um, tell us a little bit more about what you do for the city and um, give us a little bit of an overview of the area and what its history is. Okay. Um, I actually, as a senior tourism and special events um, officer here, uh, coordinate uh, a lot of our events that take place through the through the year. Um, when we do have a lot of events and a lot of live musical performances uh, throughout the year, um, I promote all of our publications that we produce, and um, also we answer inbound inquiries um, for people visiting the city um, for things to do, and obviously all the uh, activities that we have going on. So it's a really busy. Um, 
Really busy job, and uh, it's a great area. It's the Bay of Quinte region, and we are the city of Quinte West, which is a little bit confusing when we talk about Trenton in terms of um, uh, that's more known. It's it's the the part on the map that everybody recognizes, CFB Trenton area and that kind of thing. But really, we're an amalgamation of four different municipalities: um, Trenton, Murray Hills. Um, Murray Ward, Sydney Ward, and Frankfurt. And so with that, we have about a um, population of about 43,000 people. So that is what makes us a city. And uh, But Trenton is the hub, of course. Um, and again, with CFE Trenton here, it's a very thriving um, community. I and mean, we're right at the mouth, as you know, of the Trent Severin. And so um, we get a lot of boating traffic, but we also get a lot of traffic because we're directly on the 401. Um, and um, Belleville is the next city to the east of us, and Coburg would be the next major city to the west, sorry, to the west of us. So. Okay, and, um, and tell us about some of the, the history of the area. You know, how did that um, conglomeration of the towns uh, happen? Well, it happened about 20 years ago, and obviously it was a municipal, um, a provincial legislation that um, created the, the amalgamations and that kind of thing. So um, that is one area, um, how uh, that's how we came to be. But Trentport, in, in its name, actually is what the town was called maybe, you know, 100 years ago type thing. So that's kind of the throwback to um, the Trentport name at the marina that we created. So um, that is what that is. But we're a very uh, big and loyalist um, history history um, uh, in what brought into this area. There's a lot of native um, history in this region as well. Um, Portage Road through the Murray Canal was one of the oldest um, running um, roads that actually takes you all the way through to Toronto in the past. So, um, yeah. Great. Well, having been there, I know there is a lot to do within walking distance even of Trentport. So, um, Talk a little bit about you know some of the, the your favorite things to do, some of your favorite restaurants or shops or, or things like that that people can walk to from the marina, or even if um, you know it's, it's a bit of a distance away if they can get to by car. What would you suggest they not miss? Yeah, well, as Kathy had mentioned, we are right down um, on the downtown, so there is all kinds of things to do. Um, in terms of um, restaurants, there is such a great variety, um, and that's an appeal to a lot of people. We have, you know, everything from your basic fish and chips to uh, there's Thai sushi. There's a great Italian restaurant um, as well as a gastropub, and those um, restaurants are all very close uh, to the marina, and they're right on the riverfront, so, or a couple of them are anyway, so you can actually sit on the patio and enjoy uh, some great patio dining um you know a, a lot of our stuff is like i said within walking distance so like all the grocery stores um the banks you know um the lcbo we have a few coffee shops um and some other great eclectic shops we have some great women's shops and a, a really great men's store um there's some um households uh like very um eclectic um decor shops and that kind of thing. So um, basically it's just kind of nice to walk the, the waterfront trail and walk through the downtown. We do have a lookout. It's called Mount Pelion. Um, so, it, you know, if it's a bit of a walk, um, but maybe only a kilometer at most. Um, and if it's, it's quite a hike up, but you can see everything, um, the whole surrounding um, city from that vantage point. So we do have a great vista um, up there. Um, so, yeah, and just kind of walking around. We actually across from the marina there is a 90 acre park and it's our hub of activities um, and that's where our Canada Day activities will actually take place 
Um, but in that park, we have a skateboard park, a splash pad, a, a two-pad arena. Um, that's where our boat launches are, our largest boat launches are. Um, we also have um, soccer fields and baseball um, diamonds, as well as two different venues um, that can host events within that park. And actually, a new it's a couple years old now. Uh, we're going into our third season, but we have a wakeboard park, uh, cable wakeboard, wakeboard park. It's called Trench Town. Um, that's there, so that's a great opportunity for people to actually get out on the water and try wakeboarding without actually having to have a boat, but um, something right. for people to do. Yeah. Okay. Well, how about um, museums or historic sites for some of our history buffs? So history buffs, um, we actually have that covered, Well, especially if you like um, the history of the um, Canadian Forces. Um, we have the National Air Force Museum of Canada, which is a must-see when you come to the city of Quinney West. Um, it basically details all of our history right back to World War One. Um, and, uh, yeah, you'll be really surprised. It has an uh, outdoor air park with 16 different um, planes in it. Plus, also inside, there's a plane that was lifted from a, um, a lake in Norway several years ago, but it was brought up to the surface, shipped over here, and they've renovated it all back to its kind of original splendor. Um, and it sits in the middle of the um, museum. But um, there's, there's lots to see and, and do in there. Um, we actually have a little Trent Port Historical Society, which talks about the history of Trenton um, and how that came to be. Um, it's a little neat coffee shop that you kind of just go in and, and take a look around and poke poke here and there. Um, it has a lot of archives and, and artifacts in there from, from that, and the people are always glad to, to tell their tales. Um, well, and, and being that this is our, our time there is kind of happening over Canada Day weekend, what are some of the celebrations planned? Uh, you mentioned the park across from Trentport Marina, across the water there. Um, what types of things will be happening? So our Canada Day obviously is on the, the Sunday, July 1st, and um, it is like a lot of different communities in uh, within Canada have um, their, you know, local community fair kind of activities going on so um everything from the way we basically started off with you know pancake breakfast in the morning and um then there will be like an opening ceremonies and a little bit of a parade um we have a vendor village there'll be a car show um hot diggity dogs which is a, a dog demonstration will be there um like lots of games for the kids um, strongman competition, a singing competition. They actually have bingo going on. Um, they'll have like inflatables and that kind of thing for, for kids, plus um, all-day entertainment. So there'll be performances on stage all day, and it will be capped off by a tremendous fireworks um, presentation at dusk, um, which is actually visible immediately over your heads, basically, if you're on your boat relaxing in the marina. Um, it will be spectacular. So really a great time. Um, so any of you who are not interested in the seminars, please at least try to come and say hello to some loopers and, and spend Canada Day there at Trent Port. Um, uh, I'm not sure which of you, Kathy or Jennifer, might be uh, best answering this question, but tell us a little bit about uh, ground transportation in the area. So if somebody is coming but not by boat, um, talk about the nearest airport, which I know is not terribly close, um, and some of the options to get uh, from there to uh, Trent Port Marina. I'll let, I'll let Jen take that one. <laughs> um, the uh, Toronto Airport is actually the closest airport. We don't have um, 
domestic flights coming into CFP Trenton at this point, but um, so that is the closest one. And obviously, along the 401, there is a coach bus. <laughs> there is a coach bus that actually comes into town from the airport. Um, otherwise, we do have via rail that comes into town too, but uh, usually makes most regular stops through the week. Um, but we do have uh, taxi services here. We usually try, when we have events, to get people from the marina actually over to like the park or the activity where it's happening. So we will have, for those that are here with their boats, we will have um, a, a way to um, get you over to the festivities. Um, but uh, it's also walkable. Um, so that's, that's okay, too. Yes, it is definitely walkable, um, and don't miss the uh, poutine truck on the way as you're walking across. <laughs> we stopped there several times, um, but it really is a great time. We're hoping to see lots of, of loopers or soon-to-be loopers out there. Um, Jennifer or Kathy, anything that I've neglected to ask that you'd like to make sure we include before we wrap up? Um, just to go back to your question about the where Peterborough is for the next um, gas fill-up station, I just yeah. looked it up. It's actually it's about four miles north of lock number 27, um, and as we're just at the mouth of the Trent River, you can imagine that that's quite a large number of um, locks that you have to go through to get there. Um, I don't know the exact distance, but it is quite a distance. So, again, just to say it is advisable to fill up with fuel before you head up. Um, otherwise, just we're looking forward to having everybody here at Trentport Marina, um, and we're here to help you with any needs you may have. So please, please, please rely on our staff, and um, we'll be very happy to help with anything that we can. Great. And we're very excited to be there. I'm excited to be back. Um, so I will see you in a few weeks. Sounds great. Looking forward to it, Kim. All right. Jennifer Rushlow and Kathy Lammers, thank you so much for joining me. For our listeners, we appreciate you as well. We'll be back next week with another episode of Great Loop Radio. Until then, safe cruising. Mm-hmm.